Hello there. This is Wale Olulano, the presiding apostle of Harmony Christian Ministries. I'm happy that you can join us today in our podcast. I pray today's message will encourage, edify, and illuminate your heart, wherever your circumstances may be. Please relax and enjoy. Let me begin by asking us a question this morning. When last did you go to bed thinking, is there going to be some kind of invasion from the space tonight? When last did you go to bed worrying about whether some kind of enemies are going to enter into the space of your country or your area? Anybody like that? I guess no one. Why? Because every nation has a responsibility and the security system that protects its airspace. You understand what I'm saying? The safety of its citizens are the responsibilities of every nation, every government, every sovereign body. As a matter of fact, nations go to war because of unauthorized entry into an airspace. You find out that some nations in minutes, for example, in the U.S., the F-16 is straight in the air in minutes just because, and they are really armed with missiles. Once the radar piece, unauthorized invasion in an area where you are not meant to be. Now, you as a citizen don't even know what's going on. You are in your house. You are sleeping. You are eating do whatever you want to do, but you are completely unaware what's happening in there. How many people know what I'm talking about so far? Good. In the U.S., the unit that is responsible for that kind of security is the NSA. In the U.K., is the GCHQ, and that's the government communications headquarters, and that goes into the M16, M15, or whatever, MI6, MI5. The assignment where they go into the air is detection, disruption, and destruction. They detect what the enemy is all about. They disrupt their agenda, and they destroy whatever they carry or intended to do. Now, I came to announce to someone today that you are part of a kingdom that has a security system for your life. You are fully protected from enemies you don't even know. There are always movements all around you, all around us. And unlike the, the national security system I just described, in the spiritual, the enemy actually enters into your space. The enemy does not need permission to enter into your space. The enemy actually enters into your space and sometimes harasses you in the spiritual. But the enemy does not have the authority to overcome you. Are you listening to me now? Pastor Falabi earlier on in the welcome uh, part of the service was reading from Psalm 91 and I want us to read a few. The Bible said because you have made the Lord my refuge. Even the most high your dwelling place. May you dwell in him perpetually in Jesus name. He said no evil shall befall you nor shall any plague come near you. Therefore, he shall give its angels charge. <laughs> he shall give his angel charge concerning you. Amen. To keep you in all your ways. 
In their hands, they shall bear you up lest you dash your feet against a stone. A couple of weeks ago, a couple of, about two months now, um, I want to give us the background to this series I'm starting this morning. I was thinking about the invincible enemy that has invaded the world. I was talking about the fact that we don't even know where we can pick up the germs. We don't even know what it is. And every one of us, we have to be extra careful. And I'm like, okay, I've just washed my hands and I pick up my phone. I didn't wash my phone. Now, I don't know. When we have touched my phone and my wife comes in and she's washing the apples, washing the oranges. And I'm beginning to get really freaked out. How many things are we going to wash? And between the wash, the first wash, the second wash, do I know what has happened? And then also, now we've got this permanent uh, face mask. The one we use, we drop. Okay, I understand. The one we use, we keep in our bag. It looks posh. But I don't know what kind of jam in between my bag and the last use. Oh, she said, oh, you can wash the, the filter inside. And I wash the filter inside, I can't breathe anymore. So, I was getting frustrated about this invincible enemy. What do you do when the enemy you are fighting doesn't have a face? So, the Holy Spirit now said to me, but you have invisible help. Don't you ever, don't you ever overlook the power of your invisible help. I said, yes, Lord. I thank God I have invisible help. So God said to me, now I want you now study and empower my people about their invisible help. That's why the title of this series is Not Alone, His Angels Are With Me. Shout out to somebody. Not Alone, His Angels. I want to type that right now. Come on, come on. Type that right now. In the chat column. Say, I'm not alone. His angels are with me. His angels are with me. I want to tell you wherever you are. You may be in the park. You may be in the house. You may be wherever you are watching me right now. You are not alone. You might be alone in that room, but you're not alone. Physically, you feel alone, but you're not alone. His angels are with us on that bed where you are, in the hospital, wherever you are, you're driving in a car, you're not alone. His angels are with me. In all those months where we were preaching to empty auditorium here, and uh, some of the media folks were asking me, Pastor, how does it feel? You're just talking to the empty chairs. I said, you know what? I just need to just imagine is the fact that the angels are with me. So God said to me, study. So I, I took some time off preaching. Not just only because of that, because also I was really getting burnt out. Just had to take some time out. And then to study. Fill up the tank. And I want to tell you, friends, I've come really full. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And as I studied, I discovered something. That angels, as important as they are, this subject... To your faith to my faith on daily basis is the least taught, the most misunderstood subject in the body of Christ. Until you start studying, you just take a decision. You want to study right now, and I know most of you are real good at studying. Just go this week, 
search and you want to study about angels, it's going to be the subject you will least find things about. There are lots and lots of people who have had visitations on angels, amazing encounters on angels, but you will not find a lot of biblical-based studies on angels. No. And I respect people's experiences. Out-of-body experiences, I've been to the throne room experiences and all those stuff. I thank God for them. But they are not going to be the basis of my teaching. Because a man's experience is his experience. I don't have a better platform to teach than the word of God. If I have an experience and I share with you, it's my experience, you are at liberty to be encouraged from it or not. But the word of God, both of us can stand. Both of us can say, yes, God said this. And I want you to know that there is a lot said about this subject in the Bible, enough for us to go forward. Why the devil may have packaged this unseen enemy, COVID. Before COVID came, God gave us a lot of unseen help, placed all around us. So yes, there are angels in our midst as we stand. As you are in your home, there are angels in our midst. Amen. We must remind ourselves that not all supernatural experiences are positive. Not all angels are good angels. In fact, because an angel appears to somebody doesn't necessarily make that angel the good one. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians 11, 14 to 15, it makes it clear to us that even Satan, he said, no, Marvel, can I have New King James, please? The Bible tells us that Satan himself transforms himself as the angel of light. Keep going, verse 15. Therefore, it is no great thing. Now watch this. It is no great thing if his ministers, that Satan's ministers, also transform themselves as ministers of righteousness. Ooh. It means you could have a minister, but he's a minister of Satan. Did you hear what I just said? Because Satan can transform himself as angel of light. So his ministers can transform themselves as angel of light too. Ministers of light, righteousness. Whose end will be according to their works. Their works will betray them. I've heard all kinds of people. Folks who would tell me I went to heaven. And everything about their life is like, what can you have done to heaven and that's going on? So the problem today in the church is not whether we doubt whether there are angels. The real problem is whether we can actually distinguish between the angel of light and the angel that are demons. Now the Bible teaches us that angels intervene in the affairs of nations. One of the things you find about angels, they get involved in national security. But that will be in a nation that recognizes God. That's why I believe that we cannot leave the affairs of our nations just to anybody. We have the saints of God must learn to trust God. The angels of God will guide, they will comfort, they will provide for the people of God in the midst of suffering. So there is never a better time to talk about angels than now. God has provided for the Christians both to be offensive and defensive in the ministry of angels. So we are not to be fearful. If you understand what I'm teaching you, you will not be one of them that will be making up stories not to go back to work. 
Yes, friends, there could be germs, there could be virus, there could be anything somewhere, but the people going out are not better than you. They don't have two heads. So do all the things and realize I am part of the solution to this world. We have an option to just hide, hide, hide until those who we think are superhuman beings have cleared the air. And they will now go, they will now say, no, Jesus loves you. They say, really, where was your Jesus and you when we were clearing the road? No, the system can provide for you just to hide, hide, hide. Or you can never set free a system that you are enslaved under. This world was given to us to have dominion. So do not that the world should dominate us. The truth of the matter is the Bible doesn't tell us so much. We don't have a lot of information about, uh, as much as we would like, about the spiritual world, about the pictures we really want to see so that we can see on this right side is this, on that right side is that. We love to see more, but there are enough indications. There are enough experiences in the Bible to guide us through. And I know you are convinced that they do exist. Angels of God exist. Now, whether they are angels of God or angels of the devil, one thing that is clear is angels carry out errands. So you can write that down. They carry out errands. Angels, in other words, they are messengers. The other thing to remind ourselves is that angels are spirit beings. Now, because they're spirit beings, they don't grow and they don't die. Neither do they proliferate. You can't see that angels have grown in numbers. Now, you as a student of the Bible, what does that tell you straight away? That should knock off a misunderstanding, and I'm going to get there in another part, not today, but just for you to know, you can knock this off straight away. Where people say the angels came down, they slept with men. Straight away, they said that was the beginning of demons. Wrong teaching. Angels are not men. They don't have sex. Do you understand what I'm saying now? They don't increase the numbers. Neither do they decrease. There is no fire that can burn out some of them. Angels do not have emotions. They don't feel like, oh, I was supposed to kill that person, but I couldn't. When I saw their face, no, they will kill anyhow. Angels will wipe out a whole village with children and everybody. They don't have regrets. Once the instruction is given, they're on the go. So when you read scriptures, it says an angel wiped out a whole town, a whole city, and you're wondering, how can God do? They got instruction, they're on the go. <laughs> the word angel in Hebrew, it means malak. When I looked at that word, and I looked at what angels are called in my native language. I felt, wow. So my native language is closer to Hebrew. Mala, Malaika. Malak, Malaika. I said, wow. In Greek, it means angelos. Both words means messenger. So there is never a time that the messenger becomes the master. And hopefully maybe next week or week after, I will debunk another thing, which is one of the reasons why, while I dove my heart to all the people who have had experiences with angels, when people begin to name angels that are not named in the Bible, I'm worried. Because in the Bible, and I will show you properly, 
how many angels were named. So when some people go into 21 days fasting, dry fasting for you, and they say to you, an angel marathon appeared to them, and he said this to you, said that to you, even though it might be true, you need to know what angel is appearing. Are you following what I'm saying now? Because I have seen things. And God didn't forget not to name them. So when people say to you that all angels have their names and they begin to give all kinds of names and they are giving those names to you in prayer, you better run. Angels do not represent themselves. They only represent God or Satan. The Bible also referred to them as ministering spirits. They are ministering spirits. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 1, 13 to 14, it said, but to which of the angels has he ever said, sit at my right hand? You see, God never said that to an angel, even the best of them, but he said that to you. He said, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. Are they not ministering spirits? Saints to minister to the heir, to the heirs of salvation. What an awesome privilege we have. Isn't that the reason why the angels are actually why angels are wondering what is man that God is mindful of us. For today, I want to give us a number of benefits of the ministry of angels. And I'll just round it up. This is the introduction today. Number one benefit of the ministry of angels, which I believe God, you will experience. Some, you know, one of the things is I've never seen an angel in my life, but I've always enjoyed the ministry of angels. Since the time I was a child, and I could remember things, and I could remember things, and my mom, of blessed memory, could never tell till tomorrow, Shinshi's, if our spirit's watching us, how I survived an attack of a snake. I was placed in a room with a housemaid and a snake, a big snake, came and slept in that room. How the snake did not bite me until an adult came in the morning, only God knew. And when they took me out, that's when they saw the snake that was there. Then they killed the snake. I don't know what made my mom to move our house because her dad was in university. He wasn't at home with us that time. All I knew is that we changed house. Whether it was because of snake, maybe the house is infested with snake. It was not a small snake. When they brought out the snake, it was long and big. And as I grew up in life, and to have seen some kind of things that happened in my growing up, my wild life, my good life, to see how I've escaped some kind of accidents, it could only be the power of divine hand that was shielding me. Are you listening to what I'm trying to say? I've always, and I know you, I've always enjoyed the ministry of angels. So you see, when you understand there are invisible hands guiding your life, you will understand how the invisible enemy should not be your focus. Number one benefit, divine assurance. Divine assurance. Acts 27, verse 27, verse 20 to 26. Acts 27. The Bible said, And when neither sun nor stars in many days appeared, no small tempest lay on us, all hope that we should be saved was then taken away. But after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, you should have hearkened to me 
what is going on in this point is that this sailing was actually heading for hell. And the sailors were, you know the story. And the sailors were about to give up. And the Bible said everybody thought this was the last day. How many people right now across the world that you are joining us on this broadcast from any part of the world you are joining and you see that people don't even know what's going to go on. Big companies are shutting down, going into liquidation. Some are, you know, all kind of people have been laid off. You're listening to me right now. You might not know where the next job is coming, but it is coming. You must have an assurance that God has a way of shifting out some people so that his children can step in. I see that happening to you. In the name of Jesus. Paul said, this very night, an angel of the Lord whom I belong appeared to me. May the Lord show up himself. May he show up himself in your job, show up himself in your home, show up himself in your finances, in your marriage, in that room where you are right now, in the name of Jesus. Listen to what he said. I love what he said. Say, fear not, Paul. Fear not, Falabi. Fear not, Ronke. Fear not, Sam. He said, you must be brought before Caesar. You are going through this. You will survive this. This one will not take out your life. I say you are coming out. You will come out. You will tell your story. You will share your testimony. In the name of Jesus. You will look at COVID behind you. You will say wow. I came out of that. I came out of that. In the name of Jesus. Fear not. There might be news of all kinds of things going on around you, but you've got to understand in this world, crazy world. He said, you will be brought before Caesar. And so, because of the encounter that Paul has had, Paul was able to say to the people around him, cheer up. You see, we got nothing else to offer the world if you have not been to God. That's why you can't miss church. When you come and God has missed, has filled your spirit with faith, then you have something to share with the world. Number two, benefit. Number two, divine clearance of path ahead. Divine clearance of path ahead. What I see ahead of us is a clearance of path. Divine clearance of path ahead. In the name of Jesus. I don't know what journey you're about to make. You must understand that God has his messengers who have gone ahead of you. They've gone ahead of you to work. They've gone ahead of you to the church. As some of you are planning to be joining us and coming over the next few weeks, he's gone ahead of you. Amen. <laughs> Before you ever sat in your car, there was angel of God they have gone ahead to prepare the place. Exodus 14, verse 19. Exodus 14, 19, the Bible said, And the angel of God, who went before the camp of Israel, he moved and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud went before them and stood. I love this scripture. I love this God. My goodness. He's gone ahead of you to that wedding, to that marriage. He's gone ahead of you to that interview. He's gone ahead of you to that particular place you are going to. He is ahead and he did not forget behind you. 
In Exodus 33 verse 2, he says, And I will send my angel before you. I will drive out the Canaanites and the Amorites and the Hittites. I hear in my spirit, somebody started a new job this week. And you are wondering, how is that going to be? I decree in the name of Jesus. They will look at you, but their hands cannot hold you. Ah, I hear clearly in my spirit. He said, I have gone ahead of you. I have gone ahead of you. I decree in the name of Jesus. The ostriches and the jackass, they will have to honor you. People that have been there before you. People who are look, they look smarter, they look higher. I said they will look at you, but they can't touch you. They say, I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand what it is with him. I said he's gone ahead of you. He's gone ahead of you into that place. He's gone ahead of you. Hallelujah. You may have to go through what looks like a wilderness, but he said it's not because I have paved a way. I have made a, a straight a highway in the wilderness. Divine clear path ahead of you. There's nothing like knowing that how come everything seems to just be, is it just that they just love me now that they love us? There's a glory around you gone ahead of you in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus you are not alone his angels are with you let me just give you the last one for today divine defense <laughs> divine defense that is a defense that is a defense divine defense the Bible said in Zechariah chapter 2 verse 5. It says, for I see the Lord will be unto her a wall of fire round about. Round about. I will be the glory in the midst of her. I will be the glory. Oh, thank you Holy Spirit. The Lord said to me, listen. He said, that going ahead of you. Going ahead of you, he said, God will prompt you with certain things. Almost I like will prepare you for the place you are going to. And some of you, this is where sensitivity has to come in. He prepares you. He will give you a sign, a nudge, before you get to where you are going to. Are you following me? God said to make that very clear to you. He said, when people come, it's almost like you have a prepared speech. Gone ahead of you. Woo! gone ahead. That dream is not ordinary. He's gone ahead of you. About 20 years ago, my wife showed, she manifested Ronke. No sister, Ronke. She manifested Ronke in a hospital bed. And she had this pregnancy of this precious princess. And they said to us that no, this baby is not going to make it. The only way this baby will make it is if we take this baby out now. And she said, you are crazy. You can't get this right. This baby you can't touch. You don't know how long I've been waiting for this baby. Blah, 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 blah. They wrote in a form, in a file, difficult patient. They wrote all kinds of stuff. She refused. She said, no. You should bring your, go and call your boss. They brought somebody. She said, no, 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 no. no. She refused. She, she just refused. They said, okay, you know what? We'll give you the weekend. To cool down, because on Monday, this baby is coming out. So they left us. And then I think Saturday or Friday night, one of the two, 
Friday night. She had a dream. She had a dream. My auntie, Tayos, Tayo and Toulouse mom, showed up in the dream. And she said to her, Runke, don't let anybody touch that baby. Don't let anybody touch that baby. That baby is not coming out. Demand for, what is it? A second opinion. So, now, she didn't even discuss the matter with my auntie. And she just knew it was God talking to her. So, on Monday morning, she insisted, no, I'm not going from this place. I'm not, nothing is happening. Ah. So, they now went and called the boss of the boss. And that's the rest of the story some of you will know. But why did I say that? Sometimes you let go of what God has packaged for you. And at that point, it seems like sometimes we make God feel like, is it that I didn't try? Do you understand what I'm saying now? Because nobody has seen God in the flesh. No. God will speak to you through vessels you honor and you respect. You see, the Bible calls pastors angels, right, in Revelations. But like we told ourselves, there are some angels that are angels of Satan. You know that. But if you have a person you honor and you respect, when they speak to you, hold it. The honor is to God, whom you have trusted in them. You understand what I'm saying? Now, when you hold that as God speaking to you, it becomes law in the spirit. She insisted. That's why they didn't touch that baby. And that's why she's a beautiful princess today. Many people have lost miracles just because, you know, I just didn't know. I just didn't know. No matter what level of faith you have, God is ready to talk to you. Because he is your father. He doesn't choose some people because they are special, more special. Divine defense. So I'll be the wall of fire all around. I pray for somebody today under the sound of my voice, wherever you are. In the name of Jesus, that the presence of God will felt all over you, all around you. In the name of Jesus, around your business, around your career, around your studies. In the name of Jesus, no matter what's going on in your country, no matter what war may have broken out, no matter what the enemy may be saying, no matter what the political situation may be, may the protection of God be clear on you. May the light of God shine over you, distinguish you among your peers. I pray for you that in Jesus' name, as you step into this week, it will be a week of supernatural encounters. You will see the power of God at work in your life. In the name of Jesus, you will see that this God is true. This God is real and he loves you and he has shielded you from all virus, shielded you from all trouble. In the name of Jesus, you will not go before your time. You will not pass through this life without leaving a mark. I say you will finish your race in the name of Jesus. Your legacy will stand. In Jesus' name, the demons will see you and run. In Jesus' name, it will be clear that the hand of God is upon you. Upon you for good, upon you for goodness, upon you for miracles. In the name of Jesus, go forth and shine. You are not alone. His angels are with you. Come on, somebody, rise up in your house. Rise up wherever you are. Begin to celebrate Jesus. He is Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm so excited about this God. I love him so much. I love him so much. Glory be to God. Put your hands together. Celebrate him. He alone is worthy. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. We do hope you have been blessed. Our special thanks go to all our partners who give generously to support our ministry. You are welcome to be one of us. We'd like someone to talk to you on any of the issues raised in today's message. Please do call us on plus 44 208-597-3110 or you visit our website on www.hccenter.org.uk. May the peace of the Lord guard you and keep you till we meet again.